0: And gentlemen we're back Scott Sports Network my name's Scott and today we have Scott Scoop number 13. A lot's going on in the world right now. Biden just got inaugurated. Congratulations to him congratulations to the country. Um, but we didn't have very much in the sports world last night so let me give a quick recap on the NBA slate and some of the news around the sports globe. So first of all the Denver Nuggets beat the OKC Thunder improving their record to 7 and 7 and dropping OKC's to 6 and 7 119 to 10 101 Jokic had 27 12 and 6 another just masterful, masterful performance which is becoming the norm for him and in the second game, the Pelicans fell to the Jazz 118 to 102, dropping their record to five and eight, and improving the Jazz's record to ten and four. Donovan Mitchell at 28, seven and four, so another big night for him. The Jazz are quietly ten and four, second in the West right now, and looking excellent on both ends of the floor. Um, they've always been a good regular season team, so it really comes down to how they perform in the playoffs. But things are looking up for them right now. Um, the latest news on Patrick Mahomes is that he is playing and he's moving through, um, certain steps within the NFL's concussion protocol in order to try and play this weekend. Um, obviously they want him to play. He is the biggest star in the sport right now. Um, and I think that the chiefs are going to do everything possible to get him out there. And I do fully expect him to play. Um, it was interesting to see some of the backlash on Twitter about all the different ideas of whether he should be playing, whether he should be cleared to play, um, whether those concussion protocols are strict enough, um, but we'll see in the upcoming days how well he does. He's supposed to practice today on Wednesday, um, so that would put him in a good position to start on Sunday, but once again, we'll see how the week progresses. Um, Philip Rivers, retired today as well, uh, leaving the Colts in search of their new quarterback in need of a new quarterback. And I think that there's a few different options they have out there. I think the most likely one is Carson Wentz. Um, although it would seem like the Eagles would want to try and rehabilitate that, um, relationship and bring some of that talent out because it seems like Carson Wentz's trade value has never really been lower. Um, but for Phillip Rivers, he is an absolute legend of the sport, you can never say he took a game off or took a playoff, um, always extremely entertaining and one of a kind, one of one, so he never really won too much, he made a couple AFC championship games, I believe, but he, his longevity and, um, just his style of play were fascinating and he will definitely be a quarterback that has missed one from my childhood, uh, one of the first ones to go from my childhood. And there's a new wave of, um, quarterbacks that will be retiring soon, which is going to flood in this, this new era. And it's, um, it's the cycle and it's, and it's interesting to see kind of for the first time for me. Um, next up, I wanted to talk about the MVP race in the NBA currently, Um, Luka Doncic is a favorite at plus 400, but his team is below 500 right now. And that's not something that you can do and win MVP, obviously. And I expect them to, to improve, um, they're without Perzingis at the start of the year. Um, but he has to shoot the ball a lot better than he is doing right now. Um, he's had some noted defensive improvements that have been, um, acknowledged for the most part, but he needs to just shoot the ball more and they need to simply win more games if he wants to do this. So I think that the favorite in my mind right now should be LeBron James. He has the best record in the league. Um, he's putting up very good stats and it's something where the media is going to recognize, um, just all of the, perhaps not snubs, but it's, it could become a bit of a, like a lifetime achievement award, which it has never really been. But if he performs very, very well and they have the best record in the league or one of the top two or three best records in the league, I could absolutely see them giving the MVP to LeBron. So that's about all the sports that we have for today. So I wanted to do something a little bit creative, and it's very, very, very early, so don't take much read into this, but, um, I wanted to do a redraft for the NBA draft for this past draft, the 2020 draft. That was a lot of draft, but essentially I wanted to just pick a new top 10, see who fell out, see who rose up the board. And, um, just give my early season impressions on some of the rookies. So at number one, I believe it's absolutely Lamella Ball. Um, he's been very, very good for their team. He shows a lot of flashes of creativity. He shows a lot of good team defense. I think his shot's going to come around. Um, he's never going to be... I, I don't want to say never, but I don't know if he's ever going to be a primary, primary scoring option on a high-level team. But his playmaking, his length, his size... Um, his handle, his team defense, as I mentioned, I think those are all essential and something that are just skills that we don't see from anyone else in this draft. At number two, I would still have James Wiseman. Um, I think he's done just enough to warrant and merit that position. Um, I think that The center position in the NBA is not quite at the running back level that it is in the NFL where it's like extremely replaceable, but I think that um, Wiseman has done enough to warrant that number two spot. Number three is Patrick Williams, just because of his size, his versatility, um, his pull up shot making ability. I think that he has a lot of potential to improve and you can see him mold into um, like a very good scoring wing with defensive upside Um, and at that point you have to take a swing on that. Um, next up is Tyrese Halliburton. I think he's probably him and LaMelo are pretty neck and neck for me in terms of the best rookie so far. Um, I'm not sure about like a high end ceiling, just considering, I don't know about his, um, like off the bounce creation and his scoring ability, but within a team construct, within a team defense, Um, in terms of being a ball mover and operating in the pick and roll, um, he shot the ball, The he shot the lights out of the ball, um, to start the year, I, I'd put him at four and number five, I'd put Devin Vassell. Um, I think that his just on ball and off ball defense has been phenomenal. And I like the, the scoring flashes that I've seen. I think that's more than enough to put him at number five, number six, I'd put the former number one overall pick Anthony Edwards. Um, he just has too much athleticism and too many um gifts and traits to drop him any lower but he has been statistically one of the worst rookies considering how many um minutes he's been given how much opportunity and how big of a leash he's gotten um he hasn't performed very well within that role um at number seven I'd put um Okoro Isaac Okoro just dropping him down two spots from his original position I don't think that's a a function of him falling more than of um, Halliburton and Vassell rising. I think he's going to be a very good point of attack defender and team defender as well with his length. Um, I, I see him sticking around in the league for 10 years. So this is not an indictment on him, but, um, I just have him there right now. Um, I like the playmaking abilities he's flashed. I think that his shot is coming around and will continue to improve. So I, I really like Isaac Okor and I really like his start to the year. At number eight, I have someone rising from 21 all the way up to number eight, and that's Tyrese Maxey. Um, he's shown some incredible scoring flashes. I know he's had plenty of leash and plenty of opportunity due to COVID, um, but I I don't know how he fell all the way down to 21. Um, at number nine, I put Onyeka um, Yet to play, but I my pre-draft grade on him was very, very high, and I really like his defensive upside and versatility, and yeah, I would still put him at number nine based off of everyone else who's remaining. And then I put Denny at number 10. He's really just a placeholder. Like I think he's going to be an okay wing for six, seven, eight years. I like his um, fit fit within a team construct and I like his shooting. So anyways, we have a lot of fun NBA games coming up tonight. It was going to be 11, but one got postponed. So we have 10 awesome games tonight. My favorite is the Nets versus the Cavs at 4 p.m. The Nets should have their big three on full display for the first time, including Kyrie Irving, who is returning to Cleveland for just the second time since he asked out. So please feel free to join me tomorrow to recap those games and more. And until then, remember to hype up your friends, tell your mom you love them. I love you, mom, and enjoy the day because it's going to be a great one. Peace.